exactly up my street. I was going to say up my boat. They're exactly up, up your my boat. boat. Exactly. Floats my boat. I think that's what I was mixing up up my street and floats. My my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey. <laughs> How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Hey. Cool. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm all right. I thanks. noticed that I am not really Southern unless I'm talking to you on the phone. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I don't. Funny. I think that I don't normally sound like this when I talk to people in Los Angeles. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, Leslie's at home. At home, they sound like this, and there you go. They sound like this. it's only like certain <laughs> things. It was kind. Of, it's kind of just the intro. I'm like, how you doing? Like, you know, like that kind of stuff and then i get all yep. like Mark at the end or something i don't know <laughs> um do you want me to talk about today's holiday yes, <laughs> that please. you thought was like ridiculous but no it's cute it, it is cute i know i agree i it's agree cute. so today is national chicken soup for the soul day uh, we were both talking about how we used to, you know what, hold on, I kind of like, no, no, that's going to be too much effort. Maybe we can put like the show notes or something. <laughs> I wanted to see like how many Chicken Soup for the Soul books there are, you know, and like what's the weirdest one. They did this on the QI podcast or actually, I think just on the podcast one day where they, they named like, you had to say if it was a fake or a real one. And like most of them were real. And it was like, what are you talking about? They're just so specific. Um <laughs> There are about 250 Wait, of them. are you just making that up? According to Forbes. No. <gasps> Forbes. According to Forbes. Um, <laughs> Forbes. Forbes. That's impressive. Wow. Does it have a list of like yep. what they are? I'm looking through some of them now on Wikipedia. Are there some like really weirdo ones? Um, no, most of them so far just kind of cheesy. I'm going to write. I don't see any really weird I'm ones. i write chicken soup for the weirdo soul. <laughs> do it no well like i thought there were ones that were like the golfer soul like the lady lacrosse soul. yeah they're they're like all the sports yeah, all the sports 18 christmas ones oh count your oh blessings God. create your best future the dating game the dental soul the dieter soul hmm. Hmm. the dog did what like that's a title. <laughs> and so they're just like dogs doing weird things. It's it's just gonna I be pooping so. the shoe over and over. Just pooping the shoe. Yeah, over and over. And over. Entrepreneur's what? soul. All right. Fisherman's soul. Gardener's soul. Hmm. Girlfriend's soul. Hey, I didn't see a boyfriend's soul. Oh, oh, they're trying to be all sexist. Let's I mean, see. it's a beach lover's soul. It's got, a, it's yeah, got really like a hundred percent like a Christian, like conservative based like company, right? Like, yeah. there's, there's no way. Yeah, not. so dudes don't reach it yeah, like that. No, well, just also there's like they don't um, try to get dudes to really. They're just like, look, we know True. what we're doing. They don't encourage that yeah, side. Like, yeah, like like Hallmark movies. <laughs> They're like, no, we're kids not in it. the kitchen. Oh, that's kind of cute. Um, I need some more fun ones, y'all. These are just 
normal nascar soul oh my god of course ocean lover soul oh, so there's beach pretty... lover soul guess and what ocean i know lover you're getting for separate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes reboot your life oh scrapbooker soul shopper's oh soul what who um sports fan in general <laughs> well they, probably they just had like a maybe that was the first one before they started getting like all the specific sports maybe tea lovers oh my soul. god just hope ha, i hope just you have enough stories about room tea. in your library for all these um my bookshelf is literally <laughs> <laughs> no room in your life like, wait there's nope <laughs> i was gonna say like they've got the tea lover soul like they should have chicken soup for like the chicken soup lover soul <laughs> would that be too much it's like inception they should they should <laughs> it's totally just do a that. book about like family stories about like grandma's chicken soup making chicken soup there's one for the unsinkable soul i'm assuming Ooh. all of those are just about um molly brown kind of a niche reference <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh my that. god you, have you ever seen that gif of um richard ao ao shit ao you know him from the IT crowd, <laughs> the, the, uh, oh, the yeah. um, English like actor and director, um, where he says, welcome to the niche corner. Like that's no, I haven't. Not. It's from like, it's Seems from like the, the big quiz that they did. I don't know how many, like 10 years ago or something. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, like they, he made a joke with, um, oh, I can't remember who was his partner at the time, but like, yeah, he made a joke that was like really like niche and specific. And I'm like, that is my Leslie all the time. Like, <laughs> love it <laughs> welcome to the niche corner yes um do you want me to read the actual description on here um yes please okay. do according to our research this day was created to celebrate who you are <laughs> i'm laughing because i'm hearing your reaction in my for the first time i read this again in my head <laughs> let's try that again who you are where you have been where you are going and who you will be thankful for when you get there i think that's weird who you will be thankful for when you get there but yeah i guess that makes sense it's all about like fluffy people shit in the in the books um chicken soup for the soul is a publisher and consumer goods company what other goods are there founded in 1993 <laughs> oh with its headquarters in Coscob, connecticut that's so many co's uh the first book so <laughs> the first book as mo most subsequent titles in the series was of true stories written by ordinary people about their own lives and soon became a bestseller. National Chicken Soup for the Soul Day is a celebration about you. Leslie, Woo. what is your favorite thing about yourself? Oh, that's... Too much? I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even Can you go I just first? thought about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be like deep <laughs> okay. i think my favorite thing about myself is my laugh oh yeah cool. I, I did the weirdest uh, laugh when i was driving t today when i was listening to the uh bizarre states podcast i went huh. <laughs> or something like that i went like huh. <laughs> it's like oh i have never laughed like that in my life I wish somebody heard that right now. That's amazing. Um, that someone should have witnessed that. <laughs> I don't remember. 
Uh, oh, I remember they were talking about um, a, a house where Lara is like a um, <laughs> like half of a porcelain doll face, and like I don't remember. I think like the reaction in the studio, I had a, I was laughing at because I was like, that sounds horrifying. And then like they, I don't remember what they said, but I think my reaction was like to that <laughs> that I had the thought and then I heard the thought said on the podcast and I went oh, I guess like I was a little baby Elvis or something um, and then there was a woman that was across from me at the stop well not the stop well yeah she was kind of across from me at the stoplight um, but, but like in the next lane because it was just traffic and she was belting out um, Total Eclipse of the Heart like a lot and like we mm-hmm. looked at each other and smiled <laughs> So both of us were being yes. extra dorky. Do you have anything like that? Um, Celebrating you. Actually, really, I like my ears. They stick out. That is not what I was expecting. But they're like my grandfather's ears. <laughs> oh, that's so, so like, sweet. You can write yeah. a story about your grandfather's ears and how you have your grandfather's ears. And put it in chicken soup. For the for ear the... lover's soul. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have that one. Uh, <laughs> um, yep. So there we go. Did you have a sugar baker moment this week? Um, I have a oh. few like very small oh, ones. That's all right. Collect um, them. Make a make a whole big one. Uh, make I don't a, know. Make yeah. a scrapbook. Scrapbook um, lovers. My soul. Christmas decorations are up. Oh, that's really exciting. Did I tell so, you? I'm. I think I'm going to get a little like not. I don't. Uh, not like you're not as big as your tree, but I think I'm going to get like a little baby one. Oh, yeah, cute. because they have ones. I, I've totally seen one should. that was like $15 and it was like 36. No, not 36 inches. Cause that is actually three feet, but it was something a little bit below three feet. Yeah. Like you could put on table. Yeah. And I was like, well, I need that. <laughs> so I think I'm going to get one. Clearly. Yeah. So you put up your Christmas decorations. But yeah, like a bunch of people are like apparently on social media and in real life are like outraged that people put their stuff up so early. I do think um, it's weird, but I don't but, think you it's weird that you do it because everything you do is wonderful. Yeah, it's not. But like, I, yeah, it, it's more because I'm just like, I like the lights on the tree. <laughs> you should probably just have something. And, well, no, but did you put up all your decorations? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, since I'm doing one thing, I might as well do it all. <laughs> and you also bought. They're taking up space Leslie, in the I'm closet. Not, I have 700 I'm not buying feet. this. You also <laughs> bought presents and wrapped them and put under. I think you're into Christmas. I think That's just preparedness. No bullshit. I'm calling it. I think that you're feeling Christmas. Don't let people shame you for your joy. If you're feeling it, feel it. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I haven't thought about it that much. That's more just like I have this budget and there was a sale and I can find things that people oh would my like. God. You're just so, so type let's A. not fight 800 people during the Christmas season and just do well, it that's, now. Well, that mentality is why it's getting earlier and earlier. Because <laughs> the people are like, I have to buy the things. I don't want to fight everyone for it. And then they just like, they just, I cannot yeah. believe that. Um, it's November and it's just acceptable that there are Christmas commercials on. I'm like, what? It's not. Do you remember when it? Oh yeah, it's too early for music. I can't listen to Christmas. No, music the that commercials long. on like Hulu and, like, and ads. stuff are like Christmas. They have been since November started. Yeah, no. and I think that's a little nuts because it hasn't even been Thanksgiving. To... Yeah, no, they used to start playing like they had maybe two whole ass Christmas CDs. Mm-hmm when I worked at the mall and they started playing it on November 1st and they did not stop until New Year's and it was awful. It really kind of makes you say, okay, it's clearly all about commercialism when it's like that. Oh yeah. Gross. Like I may not get anyone, but like you a present this year. I don't know. 
You don't have to give well, me a present. I mean, Facebook well, I mean, present. like, like you know what you're getting, so it's fine. But, like, it's, but, like... Yeah, chicken. Yeah, exactly. Make some room. Um, no, just put them, like, by your nightstand. That's where they need to be. <laughs> Ready for you to read. <laughs> Yay. Ready to read in my two minutes, <laughs> um, Okay, so you got your Christmas decorations up. What else? Uh, yes, and it's Yay, very cozy. cozy. Um, I am taking the whole week of Thanksgiving off. Yes! And I'm not doing Good. anything. Yeah. Um, Good. It's going to be Why? hard because I have been on uh, go, go, go survival mode for so long. It's actually going to be really difficult to just sit on my ass and do nothing and not worry about things that need oh doing. Oh, last time you did that. But I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Are, you saying, are you thinking the survival mode kicked in like when you had to do like house stuff? Is that what you're thinking or is it before that? Yep. Yeah. So like May. Yeah. April. April, yeah, May, yeah. something like that. Yep. So I'm excited about that. Um, and also, I just saw, like, right before we started uh-huh. taping, that uh, my TV is a Black Friday deal, and I can buy what? it now. It's an early Black Friday what? deal. So I'm going to do that this wow. evening. Wow. <laughs> that's <laughs> Drop that's that money. pretty exciting. Whew. Yeah. Because I kept checking, and, like, all of the early announced deals were on the old model. Ah. And I'm like, yeah, but what about that 8 Series, uh, so though? It's, a new, it's, like, a new model? Because I looked like at an older TV? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it's um it's a Samsung 4K. There's like um there's a 5 series that's super cheap. And then there's a 6 series and that a lot of the 6 series are like dropping mm-hmm. super low. And then there's a 7 series that they're putting deals on, but I want the 8 series. It's the newest. I've read so many articles and at that size and that price point, like they're like if you want the best, like this is what you need to get. Wow. <laughs> so and they just put it three hundred dollars off, so I'm gonna buy it. I mean, uh, and maybe I won't have a birthday. I was gonna TV. say R.I.P. Galactica, but yeah, maybe this will be an upgrade or something. I don't know. I mean, it would have been nice if it, if he didn't yeah. even get broken, but he, she, yeah, that'd I don't be great. know what sex a TV would be. Let's not yeah. even gender. Why would we do that? Like, no, <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> they, hello, it's 2017. Um, well, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah, so that'd be fun. And Christina's going to help me haul my stand away to the restore this week. Oh, wait, your stand? Like, what your, wait, what, wait, what? The TV stand that I have. Like, now. the shelves that it's on, or just like the actual holdy thing that it's like. The whole stand. Ooh, wait, why? Because yep. it's too big? I'm just, yeah, well, it's mm-hmm. too big. And I'm worried um, with that, like, that middle piece, I'm sure it's fine. Oh, but Sunny okay. is not careful. Yeah. And all she has to do is hit it on the yeah. wrong angle, and that thing is heavy. It's going to come yeah, down on her. Yeah, I'm just worried yeah. about it. I'd rather buy a new piece of furniture that's smaller and steady. Yeah. <laughs> if she's going to be climbing all over it, because I can't stop yeah. her 100% yeah. of the time. Yeah. So. You can never yeah. stop her, I don't think, really. She's kind of. No. <laughs> she's no. like a little train. She's got more yeah. patience than I've ever seen in uh, anyone for doing mischievous oh my God, things. That's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> She's a little Sophia. Do you have a sugar baker moment? Huh? Um, yeah. The first, I guess I kind of too. Now that you're bringing up stuff um, about like dropping money, <laughs> I um, I just signed the <laughs> lease on my new place, so that's exciting. I had to I had to like instantly put down my deposit, which was like seventy mm, percent of what I had left in savings. 
<laughs> but I'm getting I'm oh, getting paid no. on Wednesday, so it's okay. But I was kind of like, oh, oh god. <laughs> um, but because I just paid rent too, you know, like last week because it's like November, right? Um, but um, uh, I'm lucky because instead of being an hour and a half to two hour drive from work. One night it was even three hours. Um, actually, two nights it was three hours. Uh, it's going to be a twenty-minute walk. So, like, I don't have that's to be nice. driving in my car anymore. I'm not going to be as exhausted because that's you know that's four is the average hours that I'm driving. Well, it's not two hours in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's usually an hour and a half in the morning. So, say three and a half to four hours is what my commute is every day. That's like half a work day. That's so much. That's why mm-hmm. I'm super exhausted and kind of not able to do as much like even if I do have my errand days and like kind of run around and do a whole bunch of things um usually the next day is going to be on my bed <laughs> like I cannot mm-hmm. move for at least half of the next day because it's just such an exhausting um job and, and commute and stuff so that's cool and also I get to be kind of a, um you know pedestrian again so like I can so Nigel my car can like relax a little bit more you know he's been doing a lot of driving um uh, but Mm. also like the area in between work and my new place is um has like everything in it (laughs) that you would need for the most part like that you would need on like a regular basis like grocery store pharmacy you know targety kind of places like all that is there even has like an amazon drop-off place pickup place and like um (laughs) massage envy and oh my gosh it has a donor place um which i'm really excited about it came up when i was looking at recipes yesterday for stew i don't think you know that is it's something that a donor um no i don't let me say it properly um dinner i think is how you say it properly i ate them in um when i god again i'm sorry pretentious ass when i lived in um austria uh and the ones that i had there were mainly from i feel like the owner of my favorite stand was like turkish so it wasn't exactly the same as like the ones that people have like in germany and i think also people have them in like england a lot now too because it's like it's considered mm-hmm. like a dinner kebab is what people have when they've like been drinking and stuff because <laughs> it's like just mm-hmm. horrible food but the ones in supposedly but the one in austria and in germany particularly austria um uh is very like actually kind of healthy because it has so much vegetables and stuff but um but anyway, it, it was an ad that came up on when I was looking at my stew recipes yesterday. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't had one of those in, like, uh, more than 10 years, I think, maybe just 10 years. And um, and then I they said that, one, that the place has two locations, one of which is near me now, and then the other is in my new neighborhood. Like, it's, like, two blocks from work. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my wow. god, I love my new neighborhood. <laughs> it also has one of those like nice. fizz pop. Oh, what it is is it's like a sandwich, but it's like it has one of those like spits, you know, with the mate um, that you can do, and mm-hmm. you can do like chicken or beef, um, uh, and it's like a hero, you know, also. Or um, this place actually does um, mm-hmm. lots of different sauces, and they also have like a vegetarian version and all kinds of stuff. Um, it also has one of those like fizzy pop places that has old style retro candy and like um mm-hmm. so it does anyway apparently i'm just excited about exploring my new neighborhood which i'll have like time and energy do it. to do <laughs> uh, exactly because you'll be yeah. so close oh, also have, like, my, like my bank and everything um 
I know. Yeah, they have like literally everything around there. It's like off of Wilshire Boulevard too, so it's kind of a main area. You can get to Santa Monica and the beach easily. Um, so I did that today. My other um, one that I planned on, but it now feels a little weird, it was seeing um, Patton and friends at Largo to Coronet last Sunday. That Yay! was fun. And that's awesome. But it was a little also kind of uh, weird because it, <laughs> this happens to me sometimes where I, I'm at, I accidentally end up in kind of like uh, not intimate situations because that's not really what I mean, but like end up closer than I expect to to things and people and stuff at times. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you understand because you know me, but like. It, I'll use it for this example is like you as you know I was really nervous like I have social anxiety and um I was feeling very strange about going somewhere new uh by myself and also it was the type of thing where like you have to go and pick up your tickets but it's like you oh I told you this that's like there are all these like rules on the website about like you don't bring your phones in yeah. at all which I could have next time I will um don't bring your phones in at all come to the will call place and like get your seat assigned and like their cash only it's like all these like weird like rules that they can get away with because amazing damn people come here <laughs> and the tickets are so mm-hmm. reasonable they're like maybe $30 or less you know most of the time I think some of the shows are like 40 or 50 I'm like ooh, that's like too much um but it's like huge mm-hmm. people come here and um so I was just like really nervous because of all these like rules on the website and also, like, I don't know. But it was cool because it actually was a really fun night. Like, someone pulled out of a spot um, at a meter. And, like, the meters were about to be, like, free, like, within 16 minutes. And they had money still left in the meter. And so mm-hmm. I left it. And I – so I got to park for free, even though I looked up where I had to park. Because that's the nice. big thing in Los Angeles is even if there is parking, there may not be parking. <laughs> so it's, like, mm-hmm. so nerve-wracking for me to try to find parking. Um, that's, like, the one thing I always have to look up before I go places. Like, is there parking? Um, and, but then I had to leave the phone in the car. So like time wise, <laughs> that was the weird thing that I didn't think about is I was like, I'm leaving my phone in my car. I'm doing what they said on the website. And so I go get my ticket and it's nice because like, since I'm like a larger lady and the woman that was there doing, giving out the tickets was as well. She was like, going to give me a ticket. I was like, could I ask you a favor? Like, could I have like an aisle seat? <laughs> so there's like a lot of me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and I was like, it's okay. It doesn't like matter, but really, but like just, you know, if it's a, an option. And she was like, oh, I have no idea what that's like. Like, it's kind of like was joking. It kind of showed or kind of um, did like a little hand movement around her boobs and stuff. Um, yeah, she was like the same size as me. So um, that was sweet. She gave me like an aisle. And then um, I had plenty of time. I was still nervous, but I knew I was going to get tired because the show didn't start until like eight and it was a weeknight. So I go down and I like, have some like tea and then I'm like just so nervous because I don't have my phone. So I have no idea what time it is, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so eventually I just kind of like go back and um, they're like opening, they have opened the doors and then I see, um, so Patton had just gotten married the day before to Meredith Salinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patton Oswald and Meredith Salinger were not on a first name basis. And then I know that mm-hmm. they're, um, I, I knew who their officiant was because I follow both of them on Instagram and like, I'm standing in line to like go in, which I actually didn't need to stand in line. Cause I'd already had my hand stamped and I'm just awkward and whatever. I didn't know that I could just go in. Um, but they're like talking to like the door mm-hmm. person, um, and like about like getting it. And then I realized that the person who's talking to them was like the officiant of their wedding. And I was like, 
oh, this is going to be that kind of night, huh? Um, <laughs> and then, like, I go, and, like, actually get, like, a cider, and I sit and knit, because I, I was weirdo, and I brought knitting, so I knew I was going to be nervous. And um, and that was fine, and I go and sit down. And then, like, Edgar Wright sits – I don't think I told you this, but, like, Edgar Wright, who, like, people would know as the director and, like, writer of things like Shaun of the Dead and, like, that, and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, sits in the chair across the aisle for me. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, like a lot of like celebrities come to these shows, you know, because it's just like fun. And then like, um, and then uh, Meredith Salinger comes in and she's like two rows ahead of me. And I was like, oh, my God, that's like his new wife. Like, this is weird. And then Patton comes out and he's in the suit that he got married in the night before. And like, Mm -hmm. he's like, half my wedding party is here. And like, they were like, they're right in the middle. (laughs) Like, woo! (laughs) I was like, this is and then we just kept talking about like, his wedding and like um like the guy who was the MC for the night was at his wedding and um and then so it was just like and he was talking about that like he like Pat was talking about like being married and all that kind of stuff and had some like jokes but really it was just kind of like a continuation of like his weekend of like bliss and it was like so cool um the one weird thing mm-hmm. which I was happy about at the time was that the surprise guest was well you never know who the people are gonna be actually it's always just like a headliner and like and friends you know like it'll be like sarah silverman and friends pat oswald and friends like that kind of thing i think like judd apatow and friends is another one that happens um and like so the 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 like big big headliner was louis ck which is hilarious because i'm pretty sure that's going to be the last show he does because wait have you heard about all the stuff that's going on okay yeah i already knew rumors for the past louis ck was one of my favorite um i'm not gonna get on soapbox about this louis ck was one of my favorite comedians for like years um and then like i started to hear rumors about him being inappropriate and kind of like addict to women and so i was like oh like just rumors i didn't know like if people had actually come forward Mm -hmm. And then I was, and then other people kind of threw it in. It's like, but you know, that's how it is. Like with these like boys clubs of comedy and all that kind of stuff. And so I was like, I just felt uncomfortable. And I, he came to New York when I lived there and I like thought about it for a second. Then I was like, I don't, even though I think he's hilarious, I don't want to give him any money. (laughs) That's what I thought. Like, I was like, Mm -hmm. still love him, but like, I just, I'm just wary. And I felt it that night. Where I was like, and I knew stuff was like starting to pick up because someone else had put a picture of him with like Harvey Weinstein, but it wasn't as, as official until like this week, you know, where people like were really coming out mm-hmm. and officially accusing him and he's in a fuck ton of trouble, you know, but it was so strange because like, yeah, everyone was really excited. So I was excited. I didn't have to pay for him. I paid as much as like I would pay for Oswald, uh, Pat and Oswald, but actually like less because it was, it's a very small venue. So they don't. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a very small, actually they should charge more if it's a small venue. I don't know. Um, it wasn't an expensive ticket and, and it was like big headliners were the rest of the comedians, but, um, yeah, I didn't have to pay <laughs> to see Louis CK and, um, and he was funny and I laughed. And like I said, that his career is like kind of ruined <laughs> because like yeah. everyone's canceling everything that they were doing with him. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he had this movie come out that seemed very weird and inappropriate already. And then now, considering all the things that are coming out, it's like, ugh, you know. Um, and uh, yeah. so it was, I have weird feelings about that. Like, because I texted you, I was like, whoa, like, that was a cool, like, surprise. And then I was like, st- I was just excited because it was funny. And it's weird, this, like, disconnect, you know, of, like, 
not not that you think you know anybody, but like we're finding all these horrible things out about people. And it's mm-hmm. it's gotten to the point that I'm like, I think I tweeted about it like the other day where I was like, the only bad things so I'm very happy about the people who are coming forward and like being able to like hold people responsible for their for what's happened and stuff. You know, that's I'm very happy about that. I'm very sad about their pain. But um, what it's done for me is it's made it like if I see anybody's name is trending or in the headline or anything. I think that they're another mm-hmm. one that's like been accused of like yeah, raping or molesting someone or something like that. It's just like it got to the point someone did a fake, which this is stupid. They shouldn't have done that anyway. Someone did a fake one that was like another person comes forth and says Tom Hanks was accused of being very nice to them. But I didn't see the being very nice to them. I saw Tom Hanks. I saw another person came forward accusing Tom Hanks. And I was like, fuck me. Like that is the last. <laughs> Yeah. Like I would, I sh- that's like world shattering. <laughs> like Tom Hanks gets like accused, which he maybe when he was younger he did do horrible things. I have no idea, but that's the environment they're in right now, where it's like uh, everyone's mm-hmm. horrible. <laughs> you just didn't yeah. know it, or you did, but you didn't want to believe it, or whatever. So that's weird. That right. like it was kind of a it was a fun night which you knew because I texted you right after I left. And then like after the fact, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back. I can't go to, I can't go to, to Patton's next Patton and friends. Um, although he jokes that he wishes he could always get married before <laughs> these <laughs> nights. Cause it makes it more fun. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm back here on the 10th. Come to my wedding on the 9th. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't go to his, um, next one because i'm going to the the huge podcast day with like all the like earwolf uh network podcasts like um uh uh, comedy bang bang and like uh how did this get made and that kind of stuff um are doing a a big day (laughs) on the same day but um Mm -hmm. i'll try to go back at some point and hopefully there won't be someone who four days later (laughs) will be like accused of horrible behavior um yeah so so much god why does anyone listen to us uh would you like for me to to uh read the description of this week's episode yes what do we watch this so this week we watched season four episode five which first aired october 23rd 1989 um i hope like no we're never gonna get there because it's like they're not gonna skip weeks i just think it'd be so cool if we were recording on the Mm -hmm. same day um this episode was titled The Girlfriend. Uh, TV Guide reads, The decorators hire Anthony and some of his ex-convict friends to finish a remodeling job. Um, we've got some people that I don't remember who they are, but Lita, uh, who is his girlfriend, is Marianne Alda. There are mm-hmm. so many A's in that name. <laughs> They're like so one two three four a's. five she has five a's in her name that's pretty impressive um yeah yep. so leslie what happened in this week's episode uh so this week we started sugar bakers as yes. we usually do um and mary joe is living my life <laughs> and arguing with the contractor uh, I don't I live that life say, anymore, but I was sorry, for a while. I walked away to turn on my- huh? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I did the thing I do. I walked away to turn on my light. And I realized oh. I'm nowhere near the microphone. It's like, you sound so sorry, far away. Sorry, okay, yes, living your life. Hopefully, like, luckily you're not living anymore. Um, 
Yes. And so he is not doing the work that he said he was going to do when he said he was going to do it. Um, And he's arguing with her about semantics, which I've had that experience Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And Mary Jo shows him the note and she's like, did you not write this? And he's like, yes. And Charlene's like, and I'm a notary public. (laughs) I love how she throws that in there to be like, you can't, don't, you can't lie right now. You're not, you're nope. not lying about this. And then he says that the supplier didn't have any hardware, so it was no use in coming out. Mary Jo's like, heard that. Uh, well, they had the hardware, but they had to let the walls set. Mary Jo says, yep. heard that. Truck broke down. Heard bullshit. it. I was sick. Bullshit, heard bullshit, it. Bullshit. Heard them all. And he's like, so I guess I'm yes. fired. And they're all like, But that's yes. so annoying because then the job's still not done. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Um, and he doesn't seem too broken up no. about it. He's just like, oh, well. Because he got paid. Okay. Yeah. And then Mary Jo's like, can these people, like, can they just be nope. honest? Like, yes. I Just tell me up front. This was totally me. Like, <laughs> yes. Ago. Yes. It will take the rest of your natural life. And even <laughs> then, it's not going to look so good. Okay, fine. Whatever. Oh, can we just man. talk about price now? <laughs> and now they have to find someone to replace him. And Mary Jo's like, Fritz? And Charlene says, Fritz, isn't that the one who put on the wallpaper upside down and then we found him asleep in the bathtub with an empty oh six God, pack? And Julia's talking about how their kitchen remodels are small and they don't interest these contractors unless they're building something important, like the governor's mansion or Ted Turner's <laughs> dog's house. It's not worth getting out mm-hmm. of bed for. And Suzanne says, don't mind Julia. She's still upset from her humiliating experience at the department store this morning. (laughs) This story is not at all necessary in this episode. I love love it it. so much. (laughs) And Charlene's like, what humiliating experience. And Julia asks Suzanne if she knows the meaning of the Mm -hmm. word discretion. And Suzanne says, Julia, I don't have time to help you with your crossword puzzles right that, now, okay? I'm trying I to tell Charlene how you made a fool of yourself this morning at Rich's. busted a kidney. <laughs> I just can't deal it's with so her. Great. Like, those kind of j- Delta Brooke <laughs> might accidentally be one of the funniest people. Because I know that's a well-written She's line. So damn funny. But, like, her delivery is her delivery. so good. Oh, it's God. amazing. Okay. Um, and Julia says that she tried on clothes this morning and she didn't like any of the dresses and she saw one that someone had left in the dressing room <laughs> that she decided to try on because she thought it was something that someone had tried on and did not want oh and left God. in there. Well, then this woman comes in and starts yelling, what are you doing mm-hmm. in my dress? And Suzanne says, yes, she steps out just for a second. And then these people start screaming for security and Julia is trying to get the dress off. And oh by the time God. they get there, she's in her oh slip. God. And the upshot is she can't go back there anytime soon. But one of the mall cops did ask her uh, out. Uh, nope. <laughs> and Charlene's like, are you no. going to go? Charlene. <laughs> she's so forget. excited. Oh my God. I love like, her. No. <laughs> and Julia says, thanks Suzanne. It was very embarrassing for me, but if the whole thing gave you just one hearty horse laugh, then uh-huh. it was worth it. And Suzanne just sitting over there grinning like a Cheshire cat. It did. <laughs> and very sarcastically, Julia's like, well, I just lived for that. <laughs> uh, and then Anthony comes in. Oh, should I have also done Anthony? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you didn't I, you paused. No, I didn't I want to interrupt just... you. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Um, and uh, so there's a message from his girlfriend, mm-hmm. Lita. Okay, there's several messages oh, from yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, it's Lita. wonderful that she doesn't say the um, first, and then she just keeps handing him. 
Yeah, she says Lita wants him to pick up the dry cleaning and hand, and she has mm-hmm. hand laundry, and she has aerobics tonight. So don't come to dinner until after eight. And then can you also like bring dinner with you when you come? And Anthony asks, yes. does she have a preference? And Charlene's like, actually, she did. Chinese with no <laughs> MSG. She says the mm-hmm. whole thing out. That's probably why um, I wanted Chinese food. She's a bit... <laughs> right? Oh, now I oh, want no, some, too. I know. Damn. Okay. Uh, she's a bit picky, but, like, they still they want to meet her. Um, And Anthony's like, yeah, you know, I want her to meet y'all, too. But she's, like, really oh. busy. Like, really busy between her job and her kids and her committee meetings. The other night, she came home from a visualize world peace meeting and almost bit his oh. head off. And Anthony starts saying that he knows a guy for the kitchen remodel. And he, like, they point out that he always knows somebody. And he says that most of his acquaintances are from his days of an unfortunate incarceration. And Suzanne says, oh, great, convicts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Anthony's like, uh, ex-convicts. And what are you saying? Suzanne, I'm saying I've met some of your friends, Anthony, and if a man cuts another man's head off, he loses the right to come into your home with a hacksaw. Oh well. Uh, Mary Jo says that she doesn't, like, she wouldn't care because she had a plumber who had a sterling reputation, cost $250, he had to come back three times, and the toilet hmm. still leaks. She wishes he'd have just, like, taken her stereo <laughs> instead. <laughs> Much less of a headache. Yeah, and then Charlene suggests that Anthony go into contracting, Um, and funny timing, he just got his license and has already made I didn't realize he, he was, and he starts, we knew he was working towards his license, didn't we? I don't I remember. I don't recall. I, I knew he was in college, oh, but I didn't know that yeah. he was, like, yeah, what he was studying. Yeah, okay. Um, so his business cards, it's a lot of words. I know. <laughs> There's a bunch of things about like no job, shit too is big not or there. small. It's not all da, 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 on there. If I eat don't a bug. finish, I'll no. eat a bug. No, that is there. Stop lying. <laughs> um. So basically, he wants to do the job. Yeah. Uh, Julia's not a huge fan of this idea because it's a big job to start with, and like it's not that she's against using him. Um, she thinks he'll be great for some of the smaller jobs that they'll have more time for, but because they're in such a bind right now, like. This thing has to be done by Friday, and it's mm-hmm. a huge job. Like, not very mm-hmm. much has been done. Um, and Julia points out that, like, just going to school and working there takes up a lot of his time, and that, like, it's a huge job. He may not have enough time to finish it. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, about that, uh, delivery man. When you introduce me, when I introduce you guys to Lita, can you call me the director <laughs> of transportation? She's real big mm-hmm. on titles. Suzanne's like, I'm a fan of that. Oh you God. can't just go around calling yourself whatever you want. If that were the case, every one runner up would go around calling herself mm-hmm. Miss America. And Anthony's like, well, maybe I could be the runner up to director of transportation. Would that oh. work? <laughs> and Julia says, it's okay with us if you want to call yourself ambassador to the court of St. James, but this job has to be done by Friday. And like, we're just like, we don't, mm-hmm. not right now. And Mary Jo's like, well, anybody's better than Alan. And Anthony says, thank you for that ringing endorsement, Mary Jo. Um, and they're like, well, let's be let's be super professional about this. Anthony, uh, do you have any previous experience? Or Mr. Bouvier, do you <laughs> have any previous experience? He said, well, I went to a widow's house and put up a spice rack. And all of them at the same time were like, you're yeah. hired. <laughs> and then um, so they go to the house. They're waiting, I think, on Anthony to get there. 
and Charlene is talking about how Anthony's been volunteering for Habitat for Humanity and like how Jimmy Carter started that and does a lot of that work. And then Julia gives yep. a PSA yep. for Habitat for Humanity and then tears down the Reagans. And I wonder where the singing in the season comes in for her having to give mm-hmm. this speech. Um, she says, meanwhile, the Reagans, who said volunteerism would save this country, are spending their retirement going to parties in Bel Air and charging $50,000 per speech, which they yeah. get to keep. And Suzanne says, Julie, you've been ranting and raving about the Reagans for nine years now, and I and the rest of the American people are sick of it. <laughs> I like the rest of the American people. The rest of the American people. Tired of you. Well, everyone knows who Sugar oh, that's Makers true. is. That's where Sugar true. Makers is. So maybe she just rants about the Reagans anytime yeah. anyone comes in. <laughs> um, and Suzanne brings up how during the inauguration, like, Nancy looked really pretty and, you know, she had this dress and these pearls on. And meanwhile, Julia said, I don't know what everybody's carrying on about. Wilma Flintstone's been wearing that outfit for years. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> nope. So good. <laughs> Me neither. And then Suzanne says, that was the first shot in a battle that has just gone on for nine years. It's time to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, again, bring it, like, ring it, rein it mm-hmm. back in a little bit. And they're talking about Anthony and his guys. And they're like, if you want Anthony and his guys to do this, then have at it. I'm sure there's nothing our clients would like more than a bunch of mass murderers coming into their home with power drills. Thank you, Suzanne. (laughs) And then Charlene points out that Suzanne is just upset about Anthony's girlfriend because Mm -hmm. she says that uh, she's trying Mm -hmm. to exploit him. And Marriage is like, yeah, well, you know, that is Suzanne's job. So Step on her territory. (laughs) And then Charlene's like, maybe she's... You know, she's like, white. I had to rewind it because no, the way she said it, I didn't catch it with white. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Oh, Charlene's so mad. <laughs> she, yep. And then Suzanne's like, she's selfish, pushy, whiny, and neurotic. Sounds like mm. a white girl to me. Julia's like, I'm sure there's a racial slur in there somewhere if I look oh, hard God. enough. Um, And Charlene's like, yeah, black people have just as much right to be offensive <laughs> as white people. <laughs> And Suzanne says, well, thank you, Coretta Scott oh King. God. Suzanne. Uh, and Julia Horrible. says, I don't think I don't think any of this is our business. Like, we should stop talking about it. They're here. And um, Charlene points out that she looks darling. And Suzanne says, I don't think she's that cute. Hair's okay. Legs all right. I give oh her a God. 6.8. What is this, the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> right? And then Anthony brings her in and introduces them. And he's a little worried because they did not tell him how much work the yeah, kitchen needed. there are no walls. Um, he's like, Mary Jo, you told me this uh-huh. kitchen needed work. You didn't tell me that yeah. it needed walls. And Mary Jo's like, well, what do you want me to tell the, the Billinghams? Yeah. <laughs> and Anthony says, the phone number to Domino's. Because <laughs> it's the kitchen. Ba-doom-ching. And then... <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> And Lita starts talking for Anthony and saying how, you know, he can totally do it. And, like, he's in a good position because he's saving them and he's their last hope and she's not anybody else. And they're because they're talking about how they're like they're trying to give Anthony a chance and they're trying to do him a favor by giving him this job. And she's like, no, no, no. He's the one doing you the favor. Like, this gives you a unique, like, bargaining Mm -hmm. chip. And... 
they're like, Mary Jo's like, excuse me, we were trying to give Anthony a break. And Lita says, giving him a break. He's been your transportation director for three years. And then Julia's like, all right, we're going to treat him like anybody else. We expect the job to be done by 5 p.m. on Friday. And just like he's our employee. And Lita's like, well, maybe he won't be your employee much longer. He's got bigger oh, fish to this fry. this gets so like poor Anthony. <laughs> yeah, poor Anthony. And then after, like, I guess Julia walks out, Lita walks out, and he's like, just wait. Like, you're really going to like her. I didn't like her at first either. I know. Why would you get past not liking somebody? (laughs) Like, yeah, that's that's a lot of effort. Uh, Back at Sugar Bakers, um, they're talking about, they're still talking about her while Suzanne's still talking about her. Um, Well, she (laughs) she asked Mary Jo if she likes... She's taking a poll. Mary Jo, do you like Anthony's girlfriend? Mary Jo's like, we've been talking about this all week. Can we move on? Suzanne, do you? Mary Jo's like, nah, she seems intelligent. Suzanne, neither do I. (laughs) Um, Then she asks Julia, and Julia's like, we're not called on to like her. It's none of our business. uh, Suzanne, that's three no's. Then she asks Charlene. Charlene's like, I don't think we should judge her. It's unanimous. (laughs) And Charlene says that... um, like it's poor Anthony. Like he's caught between the woman he loves and the woman yeah. he works for. She says it's like this book I read once. Well, you don't want to hear about that. <laughs> and no one disagrees. So they it's move on. Be a story. <laughs> it's gonna be a story. Apparently, nope. no one has time for it. Um, Suzanne says he does everything for her. He even gets her Shih Tzu clipped. And Mary Jo says, as opposed to taking your pig yep. to the car wash. And Suzanne's like, well, yeah, but I paid him for it. And Julia's like, you're jealous. That's what this is about. And Suzanne says that she's just concerned because this woman's insane demands, uh, his professor, his professional duties may be suffering. And they're like, how do you know that? And she says, well, I called him at 10 p.m. last night to come over and open a jar of mayonnaise for me. And he said, no. Yeah, professional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Professional. And Mary Jo's like, that's it. I say we fire oh him right now. <laughs> I'm more worried about Angela's um, uh, sense of self-worth. <laughs> Considering all he puts yeah. up from everybody on this damn show. Yeah. Like already. Yeah. And Julia says she just never pictured Anthony with such a uh, yuppie, even yeah. though she hates that word. Um, but she's like, how else would you describe someone who uses impact as a verb? I don't understand that. Um, I guess it's like some, like the, the greed generation or whatever. It's because like if something has an impact on you, then, or if you impact something, so you're supposed to be like a go-getter or whatever and take what you want. And, um, and Charlene's like, uh, you know, she doesn't like us either. Do you think she's right? (laughs) Mary Jo points out how they've always encouraged him, and she just wants everything done instantly. Uh, I don't think he needs more pressure from her. She saw him swigging Maylocks from the <laughs> bottle in the store. That's the, the only day. way Poor I thing. do any tummy stuff. I just drink it out of. Who waste time with the tiny <laughs> swig yeah, tiny from the bottle? Get the shit. Just give me the. Give me it. No one yeah, has time no. or space for that. Um, and Charlene now gets to tell <laughs> a story. <laughs> says this reminds her of her a friend of her brother Roberts in 1964 he got a job at Dairy Queen one week later he was a manager 17 years old youngest manager in Dairy Queen history and that man's name is Mm -hmm. Bob Hayford Mary Jo says what's he doing today 
Charlene says, well, he still manages that Dairy Queen. He just had a really good first week. <laughs> I <laughs> know. <laughs> and a dude comes in looking for Anthony, says he's his accountant. And Suzanne says, I thought he only hired ex-cons. And um, this guy is actually mm-hmm. an ex-con. Um, but he was in a prison for oh white-collar criminals, so he wasn't in with Anthony. Um, and he talks about the horrors of not being able to get a tennis court. It was it's like hell. Red Oaks. <laughs> yeah, it's like Red Oaks. <laughs> um, and Mary Jo said that uh, she used to hang out with the guys on one night. Um, she said, listen, or she was talking to like about this accountant as if she were him. Um, listen, we don't have to take this anymore tonight. We're going over the hedge. <laughs> I didn't really, I didn't realize that's Such. like this. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh man. Um, and then Lita comes in and like the job. So this is back at the kitchen. Uh, Lita comes in to see Anthony. He looks really sad and he's upset because the job is not finished. Uh, his accountant brought a breakdown of materials and his guys cut too many corners. It's a shoddy job. So like in two years, everything's oh, just going to no. fall apart. And she's like, well, what are you concerned about? It's a couple of years. That we could so all be dead by then. That was a thing to say. What? what? Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. And he's like, thanks for <laughs> cheering me up. She's like, look, it looks fine. Yeah. That's what counts. And he says, not to me. You know, maybe if I was working for strangers, it'd be different, but like this job has to be done perfect. Um, I'm not gonna lie to them. These like I trust these ladies. And she's like, Well, they'll never send you another job. So like stop worrying about them and grab what you can in this life because nobody's gonna look out for you uh-huh. but you. And he's like, First off, grabbing what you can is what landed me in prison uh-huh. in the first place. And you don't even know the concept of survival of the fittest until you've showered that's with strangers. Really but that's beside the point. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, ooh, my goodness. Yeah. Right. And he says, call me a trusting fool, but I don't believe those ladies are sharpening the end of a spoon <laughs> so they can stab me and steal oh my, my cigarettes. Like, they've been the best part of my life for three years, and I trust them, and I'm not going to yeah. lie to them. She says, are you telling me that your career is more important than your personal life? And Obviously. Like, yeah, I guess have you I seen am. me in episodes of the show? She <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the lengths I mean, he goes to. And she, like, gets all excited and hugs him, and she's like, that's exactly oh what God. I've been waiting for. You know, with that attitude, there's nothing we can't do. You're going to be the black oh, Donald horrible, Trump. God, horrible. I hope not. Never. Ever. No. Never. never. No. Um, and he's like, oh, Lita, you're so weird. As <laughs> 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 he's oh hugging God. her. And then he's like, maybe there's some things I can do by five. And she offers no. to help. And so he's like, yeah. you got to stall. And so she goes over to Sugar Bakers just as they're getting ready to leave. The job doesn't have to be done by five, but it's only four. And Suzanne's That's like, why asinine. are we leaving now? <laughs> That's so mean. We're not surprised them. Like, oh, we want to no, go over there early. Like his birthday. Hmm? It's <laughs> like no. year. Yeah. Give him time. Suzanne's like, I don't know why y'all are so excited. Everything was built by convicts. Oh they probably God. stole everything that wasn't red hot or nailed down. And if they had hammers, they could probably put that stuff, get the stuff that uh-huh. was nailed down too. And so Lita comes in, tells them she needs to talk to them about something. She asks them why everybody hates her. Um, and Suzanne's like, I thought she said it was only going to take a minute. <laughs> this could take hours. But uh, you know what? An interesting thing about this whole exchange is I thought like... Every decade has its own style of acting. 
you know? And, mm-hmm. like, this was so, like, 80s sitcom. Like, it's it's bleeds over a little bit into 90s. Maybe this is yeah. the beginning of how the 90s were like. But, like, this one was directed to act this way because that's how people acted. I'm right. like, this would, is not how they act, like, in the next decade or no. the next following decades or the ones before. No. She's like, yeah. Yeah. She's, like, over the top and very obvious and keeps yeah. looking at her watch, like, noticeably. Yeah. It's There's yeah. no subtlety. And she keeps asking them a bunch of questions. And then Julia's just like, yes, no, yes, yes. Thanks for dropping by. <laughs> She's like, oh, we got off on the wrong foot. And Julia's like, well, you know, you're strong-willed, opinionated, somewhat pushy, but you remind uh, me of someone. And uh-huh. Charlene says, you. Yep. <laughs> Julia says, I was going to say Leona Helmsley. <sighs> okay. And now she's like, oh, I feel dizzy. I don't feel well. Like, I need to lie down for about, looks at her watch again, 48 <laughs> no. minutes. Uh-huh. So she's able to stall and get them there uh-huh. at 535. And Anthony is, like, trying to desperately throw the drop cloths in the closet and make he everything look done. He did nothing in the time she stalled. He didn't even move the no. drop cloths. Which, it it's, looks it's more comedic that he's throwing them out the window, I guess. But, come on. He did nothing. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you are late. And Suzanne says, your girlfriend stopped by and she wouldn't shut up. I just hate people who go on and on. And Anthony interrupts her. Uh, I have something to tell you that I'm not going to like. And Suzanne's like, Anthony, I was talking. (laughs) And Julia says that Lita told them everything. Um, And Suzanne says, yeah, she went on forever. It's the best stall job I've seen since my own second wedding night. Oh, my God. That's something. (laughs) And Julia says that she disliked her at first, but now I oh. really dislike mm-hmm. her. But anyone who's willing to make a fool of themselves for you yeah. can't be all bad. And uh, Mary Jo's like, you know, you told us the truth and you're honest. Um, and, you know, we'll give you the time to finish it. And he's like, cool, there's going to I'll be here every day to fix it with no charge until it's done. And the best carpenter I know <laughs> is about to get out on parole next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Anthony says, and I don't think he ever answers this, but he says that there's one thing that still bothers me. And Charlene's like, that you have to eat a bug? Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't answer it because it's just the joke. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, no, I wasn't ever going to eat a bug. I just put that on my car. Yeah, and then like she has a bug. And Suzanne's like, yeah, like you should be more honest. We brought a bug. But he never like tells them what it is that bothers him because of the bug joke. Oh, you're right. <laughs> that was, there was probably a better way to put in the bug joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. That, I'm glad no, I didn't miss anything. I didn't That's... catch because it, yeah. it just was too cheesy by that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, did you have? Oh, go ahead. Um, and That's then it. the credits. Well, I was wondering. Roll, did they, I mean, they didn't do like a little end cappy thing where he says something else, right? I didn't watch to the end. Okay. I don't think so. That would so. be weird. I think it just yeah. went to the credits. Um, that would be weird. Yeah. Did you have a favorite outfit? Um, yeah, I have a couple I can talk about. I do. I, ha- I um appreciated one of Mary Jo's, but my favorite was Suzanne's when mm-hmm. she's like polling everyone to see if they hate Lita. <laughs> and, um yeah it's so it let me pull up my little screen cap here no i know what it is i can, can kind of see it um it's a turtleneck like dress which that's something in mm-hmm. of itself and it's like it's like a very bright it's like bright pink let me pull up my picture no that's not the right one darn it 
Um, I did oh, a no. screen. Oh, here it is. Sorry, I was looking at the one from last week. There we go. Yeah, it's a very, very bright pink, almost like a fuchsia or a magenta. Um, mm-hmm. But it goes along with this kind of over duster thing uh, that is paisley mm-hmm. and has like purples and 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 um, blues and a f- and a fuchsia color. I don't know. I like that it was like the the, the yep. pink of the turtleneck was sticking out of the <laughs> like over duster thing. I don't even know what you'd call that. Like it's like almost like a blouse, mm-hmm. but it's open, but it's long, but it's ugh, I don't know. <laughs> what are people wearing? I have no <laughs> idea. So what was one of yours? Yeah. What are people wearing? Uh, Mary Jo's was mine. The one where yes. they had the kitchen. Yeah. It's like this bright uh, light yeah. blue top. And it's got the biggest belt, belt I've amazing. ever seen in my life. It's yeah. super thick. And it goes like around, like right mm-hmm. around her stomach. Like there's, the the shirt is sticking out of the bottom <laughs> of the belt. And it's got like a giant diamond. And it's like a brown leather. And then her skirt has some sort of like mm-hmm. pattern on it with like circles with rings around them or something. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It's a giant gold bracelet. It's the shirt is too big for her cuz you know she's, she's tiny. tiny. But like the shirt is like flowy and the belt just like makes her look like she's slightly pregnant. Oh. <laughs> cuz when she's leaning yeah. against the counter and like I don't know the belt it's a, it's a good look but it's like it makes her look bigger than she is cuz she's really tiny. I don't know. But I like it. <laughs> Maybe she was pregnant. It's I don't very know. Late I don't know if 80s, early 90s. Who knows? Maybe she was. Um, did you also, did you know that I think Annie Potts is, is going to be on um, The Young Sheldon? Yeah, because I heard oh, really? something on the radio. That's cool. I, I actually do listen to the radio sometimes when driving, which seems weird, but it happens. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, who listens to radio? <laughs> Me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I heard something that was like, with Annie Potts. And I think it was like um, The Young Sheldon. And then we have... Um, uh, uh, Jane Smart's on. What is that show that Dan Stevens is on with like mutants? It's like kind of X Men, but like, or like it's from it's from the um X Men universe. Is it from the X Men universe? Oh, shit. Okay, I know she's in. She's in another show that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so people are doing okay. things. Um, yeah, we're doing I guess things. that's our episode. Yep. That's it. We did it. Was there ever any doubt? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Leslie, where can people find us? Everywhere. We are the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers on our Podbean page um, and iTunes, but we are Sugar Baker Girls just about everywhere else. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. It does help. Thanks for, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll see you next time. We'll catch you next Bye. time. Bye. What are you watching? Those are butts. What are you watching? <laughs>